Welcome to Busy Gamer Nation. PAX Prime 2013, we met with the producer of Dying Light from Polish developer Techland, best known for the first-person adventures Dead Island and Call of Juarez. The game had just entered alpha and has since been delayed until at least February 2015. Still, quite a few features were available, and Girl Got Game did a run-through on what's looking to be a likely candidate for her game of the year next year. Timon Smektala. I'm the producer of Dying Light. Dying Light is a new IP by Techland, makers of Dead Island. The game is out next year, so it's 2014, for PC, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. The game takes place in a fictional city of Haran. The city has been overrun by zombies. There is a zombie infection in the city. So because of that, the city has been closed by the military. And you are just one of the survivors that are trapped there. And your job is just to survive, but then that's how the story starts. And of course, it develops from that. The game is first person, as you can see. We give you that freedom to traverse the environment any way you like, and it's action survival, so you really have to use your skills to survive. And one of those skills is something which we call natural movement system. That's the system that gives you that freedom of movement. And the most important thing in terms of controls is the right bumper. So push it now. Okay, that's for jump. And if you push the stick forward and hold the right bumper, you grab things and you climb on top of them. There is a barbed wire, so it might be not the best idea to climb there, but you might use it to try to climb on that pile of boxes. If you want to run, you just push down the left stick. And while running, when you press B, you slide. It's useful if you want to get under things or maybe you want to knock zombies off their feet. If you press the right trigger, you press and hold it, so it's like a charged attack. It takes more of your stamina, but it does more damage. But if you just push it, just kind of like flick it, that's normal, that's a basic hit. Uh, Then on the left trigger, you have decoys. If you throw a firecracker, if there are zombies nearby, they will be drawn to that firecracker. They will crowd around it, so that would, should give you a couple of seconds to maybe go around them or just escape. And under your left bumper, you have kick. That's if a zombie gets close to you, you might make some space in front of you using that. Well, I think that's it. If you're comfortable, we can start. So you said the same company you did Dead yep. Island? Yes. Exactly. So did this grow out of that in some way? Well, not really. It's a fresh IP. Of course, we use our experiences from making Dead Island, but it is a new thing. So as you will see in the gameplay, the, the game plays differently. So it really is something fresh. It's something new. Okay, so you have to arm a couple of traps. Those traps are set along routes that scouts use. Scouts that scavenge supplies throughout the city and they bring those supplies back to the safe house. And along these routes, they set up those traps. Traps that help them survive, help them escape zombies and help them even fight zombies. So the first of these traps is right around the corner. No, you have to tap it. Okay, very visceral, very in your face. It's right behind you or right here? Yeah, so you use it. Okay, now it's armed. If you want to activate it, you just have to step back a little because you don't want to be caught. Okay, that's it. Yeah, so if there are zombies in there, they get electrocuted. So your next objective is at the end of the street. As you can see, the street is crowded. So Dying Light is a game about freedom of choice. If you want, you can fight them, but you can be smart about it. You can use the agility, maybe climb on top of the rooftops to kind of go there, avoiding combat. So Dave, you want to describe what I'm doing here? Yeah, basically just going after all the zombies. (laughs) Just like usual. Climb on the roof. That'd be easy, I think. So right bumper. I'm playing The Last of Us and the controls are completely different. Yeah, completely different. Of course, well, but the game is completely different. So, yeah. oh, that's it. Okay. Stop for a second. What you have to do? The, the next trap is this car on your right. So you have to use the hood of the car to arm it. But as you can see, there are zombies there. So maybe throw some decoys right there or over here. Left trigger. Yes. One, maybe one more, just to make sure. 
Okay, and make a run for it. Kill a couple. Oh, you can use it. They got drawn to the firecracker. Now go back a little. Maybe try to jump on the van. Okay, you can use it. It draws the zombies because of the column and it explodes. So it's kind of clears the whole area out. She's running, she's running. Nice. Oh, it's so loud. Yeah, but a lot of zombies in our game. Lots of friends. Twisting the neck is never going to get off. It reminds me a little bit of Dead Island in the design, but the combat is definitely very different. It's more gruesome in a way. Oh, yeah, it's very gruesome, very gruesome. But the natural movement mechanic, the freedom of movement, really changes the game because in Dead Island you're kind of forced to move in these corridors. Right now you can go anywhere you like. If it's something looks like it is within your reach, it really is within your reach. You can reach it, grab it, climb on top of it. As you can see, there's like this blue exclamation mark, so you can, maybe you should go there. I assume that will be a survivor who needs help? Yes, sir, exactly. That's dynamic. We just procedurally generate those situations for you based on many, many factors. Is this the kind of game where it's better to just distract them and get away, or do you want to finish well, them? really, you can do whatever you like. If you decide that you want to specialize in fighting, you can fight all the way through. But if you want, you can avoid the contact nearly for like majority of the game. Ooh, crispy critters. Oh, that's nice, yeah. So the, you threw a firecrack at an oil spill, and because of that, the oil went up in flames. Uh, the firecracker drew the zombies in it, so... They basically go after any noise. Oh, uh, yeah, they go after noise, yes, exactly. Because the game is melee-based, but you also get to use guns. And the guns are very powerful, but they're also very noisy. So if you use guns and maybe shoot a couple of zombies, it's best to run from that location, because the zombies know that something noisy happens there, and they will go to that location. Stealth is a component of it. Stealth is a viable tactic, and you can use it if you want to, especially during the night. This demo is set in a way that kind of pushes you into running, into escaping from zombies. But if you like, you can try it later on. You can just sneak through the whole section that's further on during the night. I think I prefer stealth and she prefers just to kill anything that moves. <laughs> so it's like game for both of you. You can <laughs> kind of set two profiles and play however you like. We have very different playing styles in, okay. in all games. Yeah, we're trying to accommodate all of those play styles. Yeah, there's a way to play dark. She goes dark and I tend to go light. Do I have a limit on the number of Well, you, ha- you had 20. Now you have 9, so maybe it's best to spare a couple of them for later on. And will the weapons eventually fall apart like they do in Dead Rising? Uh, well, yeah, they fall apart, but it kind of is realistic. If you grab something from the environment, like a gas pipe or a bias tool, then it deteriorates, it breaks away after a couple of uses. Hi, friends. How are you? You don't have to stop. You might just press A. But please move away from the car because it will explode in a second. Oh, yeah. That did it. Yes. I'm not sure why why it was that way. Well, it's pre-alpha, so things like that happen sometimes. But the, the whole game is there. The game we just hit alpha, so the whole game is there. But now it's just a matter of iteration after iteration after iteration to squash all the bugs. Yeah, there's a guy on your left on the roof. Are you guys saying how roughly how long the game is, or? Well, not really. I think it's too early to give you an exact number. But besides from the story mission that takes quite a lot time to finish, there are also hundreds of side missions. And there's this system that I've just mentioned of dynamic encounters. It's like a pool of hundreds of events that can happen but just don't have to. So it all depends on how you play, 
on many, many factors. So each playthrough is different. Each session is different because of that. Uh, what about multiplayer? You can play it solo, but you can also play it in four-player co-op, online co-op, drop in, drop out. So, for example, you can start solo, play for a couple of hours, then your friend drops in, uh, so you ask them to join you. You play together, but when you play together, you're just in the same game world, but you can do different things. You don't have to like stick to each other for the whole time. You can just go anywhere you like, and then after your friend has to go, he just drops out, and then you continue solo. One thing about multiplayer that's worth mentioning is our BD Zombie mode. It's a mode that allows you to play as a zombie and invite other people's games. You get this extra character progression system. You just build your zombie character and then you play as a special zombie in other people's games. So they, when people are playing and they know that there's a human zombie player in the game, they just don't know what to expect because you never know what to expect from a human player. Is that a special mode or are you invading yeah, your it, actual game? Well, it is a special mode that kind of invades the normal game. So that's something that's for a zombie player, it is a special mode. But for a human player, it's his gameplay. So do they opt into that and say, yeah, I want to have yes, humans Yes, in? they have that freedom to decide if they want to have human players or not. So it's like, it's like Dead Island where you can jump into someone's existing Yes, but, but as a zombie. Yeah, but as a zombie. <laughs> so will there be one human zombie at a time? Or? Yes, one human zombie. Yeah. So if they defeat that one, then another one might spawn? Yeah, yep, exactly. Neat. Yeah, but that's a special zombie. That's not like regular slow-moving zombie. It's a special zombie that moves faster, has some very cool skills, so yeah, that's nice. The basic set of our zombies in Dying Light are the biters. Those are the slow enemies that try to grab you and bite you. These work wonders if you want to make players to avoid any contact because they really scare you. They just jump on you, so you try to avoid them, and that's what makes you use the natural movement. And the infected. The infected are the zombies that chase you around. They are quick, they are agile, so they can even climb on top of buildings. So you really try to avoid them, and you really try to be fast when you see them. You really try to get away as fast as possible. And then we have those special types of zombies. So there are like a dozen of them. Maybe you noticed one. That's the demolisher. He is kind of similar to the ram from the island, but we've added so many behavioral patterns to him that he is different. He is new. Uh, and also, you might notice another enemy, which is called the volatile. He's like the alpha zombie. He's like the most aggressive one, the most intelligent one, like the general of the zombie crowd. But he appears only during the night. It seems watching it like it's kind of like an action movie that you're the star of. Yeah, kind of that, the, yeah, that was the goal. With the well, sliding yeah, and the exactly. The goal was to put players in, in shoes of very agile, very athletic characters. So we have a backstory that explains why they are so agile. But uh, I think many people, there are lots of parkour videos on YouTube, etc. There are many people who would really like to use those moves, that would really feel the experience, that rush of being a parkour specialist. So we kind of give them that possibility. Very durable. Durable. During the night, they evolve. They change into those night forms. So they get even more gruesome and definitely more aggressive. Lots of zombies, so maybe make a run for it. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, get away from You can show zombies around if you want. There's this system. By pressing X, you do that by pressing X and a direction. Yeah, up, 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 up. Up the hill. There's a lot of places you can go. Well, the game is like, I'd say, three or four times bigger than the island in terms of the map size. But when you add the vertical element to it, you have to kind of multiply that number. So, your mission is completed. Now you just have to go back to your safe house. But that might not be that easy because it's dark now, so the zombies might get more aggressive. So, are the zombies going to be attracted to my flashlight? 
Uh, yep. Well, actually, during the night, when you flash a light in their face, they kind of get disoriented for a second because the senses are heightened. Right away. Right. 28 days later, now. Oh, you're quite a fighter. Oh, nice. That's what we like, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the combat is definitely impacting my ability to move here. You have to avoid the girls, really. That's different from a lot of, a okay. lot of them where you can run and swing wildly. We think this is more realistic. No, absolutely. It's a lot more challenging, too, but that's good. This is actually pretty freaky. I can see not wanting to play this late at night. Find show notes, music credits, and other details at BusyGamerNation.com, WAC Podcast.